can't wait for all the fucked up jokes we're about to Okay. Hey guys, welcome back to Rachel Profiling. What's up? I have not one, but two guests with me tonight in the stew, in the podcast stew. <laughs> we're sitting on the flower pillows. We're having a grand old time. I have Nick Adams with me. What's up? And Nicole Horner. Hey. We're just going to dive right in because you know what today's episode is? You know what big, fat, juicy episode this is? This is an adoption <laughs> episode. Let me tell you, I have never in my life been around so many adopted people at Berkeley. I was so shocked when I realized there's like... I would say I know four of us. There are five, including me, because there's two more besides the two that are in this room with me, which is insane. Because my whole life, I'm like, ah, guess what? I'm adopted. Did you? But the thing is, I'll just like slide in by making like a joke where you're like, oh, can I laugh at that? And so that's basically what this podcast episode is going to be. So I'm going to brace all of you right now that. <sighs> We're going to make some jokes, and you are so allowed to laugh with us, oh, yeah. because all of us, I would say all of us are pretty lighthearted about our situation. Definitely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. A good giggle, a good giggle through the trauma, call back to last episode. Of course. So, I'm going to let these lovely people introduce themselves. Would you like to go ahead? We'll start with Nick. What's up? I'm Nick. Um, I'm adopted from... Oh, wait, we're going to answer that in later. So. Well, you can say it now in your intro. Okay, bet. <laughs> I'm adopted from the Philippines. Um, I go to Berkeley with these two other lovely people, play the drums, and yeah. Nicole? Hi, I'm Nicole. Um, I was adopted from Virginia. I'm a third semester at Berkeley. And yeah, with these two lovely people, mm. it's a lot of fun, a mm. lot of laughs. The thing is, we all, well, I know both of them individually, but they both just met, so this is going to be a lot of learning, a lot of, you know, just sharing our deepest fun traumas with each oh, other, yeah. just right from the get-go. I'm so excited. So, I feel like you guys know, but I'm Rachel, I also go to Berkeley, and I'm also a third semester, and I'm adopted from Vietnam, and I guess this is, well, we'll, we'll, we'll get into the juicier facts later oh, yeah. on. But let's get this party started. So I asked you guys on Instagram to ask us some questions because a thing that I realize is a lot of people don't know about necessarily how adoption works or they just, you know, they see like the jokes in like movies about it or the movies that are like, you're adopted, which I think is so stupid. Yeah. Like, oh, or it's yeah. just like the one character trait of someone. It's it's like, I mean, that's adopted. kind of my one character trait. <laughs> <laughs> it's like unicycling, adoption. <laughs> <Very Right. laughs> No, and there's also those rom-coms of, like, those 30-year-old women who are like, oh, my God, I'm adopted, I can find my mom. And then they have this, like, mother-daughter, oh, my God, where have you been all my life kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, we already kind of talked about where we're adopted from. One of the first questions we got was, do you know your pre-adoption names? Actually, Nick, you asked us this question. I did ask, I did ask this question because it's something I, I've always known, but, like, you know, it's fun to see if other people, like, have a different name or how they feel towards that name and so mine mine is Joshua and um, a sort of coincidence is my my pre-adoption last name was the same last name as my mom's grandfather my mom's dad's last name who's also from the Philippines so like it's kind of like I could be related to my mom that's maybe. insane that, that's yeah crazy. <laughs> that's crazy that's but it's a, a really it's a really common last name so okay. probably not but maybe you know yeah yeah no um I have an open adoption, which I can, like, definitely explain. Yeah, we'll dive into that. Yeah, I'll explain that uh, more later, but basically my my birth mom met my adopted parents before I was born, so they kind of came up with Nicole together, but um, 
I know my adoption last name, like when I was born, was Scalic. So I was born Nicole Scalic, and then um, now you're Nicole Horner. Yeah, once I was adopted. Okay, so I literally forget this all the time, but every now and then I'll find like pictures on my phone of random. I guess artifacts of my adoption, just like the legal papers and whatnot, because there was this folder that I found when we were moving from Texas to Boston, and so I'd always kind of known, but I just forget that my, I guess, quote-unquote birth name is, I'm probably pronouncing this so wrong, so for my <laughs> Vietnamese girlies, feel free to correct me. I've had it told to me like three times from my friend, but I think it's Tati Duyen Can. It's spelled like, like, D-Y-U-N and then K-A-H-N, I think, or K-H-A-N, whatever the more Vietnamese spelling is. I don't know why I'm looking at you. I'm looking at Nick right now. We're both Asian, and that's literally, like, I don't That's I the only correlation. Yeah, yeah. We're both fake Asian. We're both, yeah, we're whitewashed. Did you, did you get that a lot? Did you ever get that growing yeah, up? Yeah, no, I, I, I say I'm raised white. Like. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> Uh, so that, mm, let's get into that. So Nick and I are both international babies. He's from the Philippines. I'm from Vietnam, as we said. Both of our parents, well, my parents are white and yours are. Also white, but my mom is from, she has, her dad is Filipino, so my grandfather was Filipino. So there's that kind of relationship, but my mom, like, is very white passing, you know? Yeah. Uh, I have to ask you, did you ever get questions, or not questions, but more so comments, like, growing up, such as, oh, you're a vanilla Oreo, or you're a banana, because, you know, it's, like, whitewash, or, like, just play along with, like, the whole whitewash Asian kind of... White on the inside kind of yeah. thing. Oh, my God, all the time. It was, like, before I, like, knew how to dress myself, like, my parents would dress me, and they'd be like, oh, Nick, why are you, like, dressed so white? And I was kind of just, like... I don't Wait, know. Wait, your parents said that? No, like, my friends oh, okay. and stuff, like, in middle school. And I, like, that wasn't ever something I really thought about, Mm-mm. you know? Because you're, surra- you're surrounded by white people. We basically assimilated, you know? Exactly. You know? Cultural immersion. It's what Fox. we're supposed to, I mean, we got colonized. What can you say? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I got that a lot in middle school. Or just, I really, the thing is, until I realized, you know, maybe in my most more recent years, that, like, oh, I just want to be white that I just played along so badly with, like, Rachel's whitewashed Asian because I had, like, a Starbucks addiction when I was in middle school, and I was very, like, chevron, girly, middle school, pumpkin spice latte type beat. (laughs) So. Yeah, see, in middle school, that was when I discovered, like, punk rock. Mm. And so I was like, fuck everything! Like, Did you ever have a moment where you realized you were Asian? Because I had a moment where I was like, oh... I'm Asian and I should embrace that. I I mean the thing is for me like I remember like when I was little and like you had to like color like you draw yourself <gasps> not and, like, the skin color. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Skin and so I'd always like do it like like brown and like everyone's like why are you doing it? I was like that's the fucking color I am <laughs> like yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it's just like you know stuff like that happens I guess. Mm. Yeah. Hmm. I'm just thinking about, I'll have, like, these random moments where I just remember something from my childhood. Like, I think I talked about this last episode, but I'll just talk to people about, you know, whatever. I don't really bring up adoption where, like, it's not the first thing you mention, or I mention, but it'll just, like, slide in and you're like, oh, because I'll make a joke that's like, oh, I remember when I was really little, my parents tried to, like, I grew up in Maine, so they tried their best to kind of get people and I guess culture around me see people who look like me because that whether you realize right. or not that makes like such a great impact Definitely. but I hated that girl me how Kylie and I think that was a lot of internalized racism because I was like 
I don't want to watch that. I wanted to watch Dora. Maybe, I don't know what that was called. <laughs> Anyways, when I was really little, my parents would t- take me to the Chinese buffet to be like, those people look like you. <laughs> just so I could see people who look like me. Just to get a little taste of flavor. <laughs> so I, I, um, I can't say that I like, like have also experienced that. I've always been like pretty like in touch with my like Asian heritage, I guess, because my mom is like still like pretty Filipino. She's mm-hmm. mixed. Like our extended family is huge, and everyone centers around like, well, my gr- my grandfather passed away, but my grandma, she like remembers all that Filipino stuff. So mm. like, it's like super still like really Filipino. Um, like a part of your family. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. Like it's a very big part of our identity. So that's like never been weird. That's awesome. But it has been weird to like not be around like people who are brown like Mm -hmm. like super weird like I have one friend who was adopted from Korea and we would always like hang out and like Mm -hmm. that's who I would talk about like oh like adoption stuff and then like but yeah that was like it like that's for like because like Newton is so like white but like um and all that like all the Asian kids there were just like not my brand you know like they were like did you fall in the place where it's like you're not Asian enough to be with like the oh my god yes but you're not so much yeah sorry Nicole we'll move forward from this but this is just such like a bonding moment of course there's there's no one else who I have really resonated with this yet no bond away man man, let me tell you being the token like Asian friend, Nick is pointing at me vigorously right now. <laughs> it, it is so, it is, well, it's kind of a treat because I get to make so many great jokes that they're not allowed yeah. to make. But, you know. Yeah, I and mean, especially as someone who like plays a lot or when gigs still existed, like played a lot in the mm. Boston like underground DIY mm. scene. Mm, like who, who like claims to be like oh my god we're so progressive and so like yeah. inclusive and stuff mm. and like Boston's- someone who's like 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 part of the LGBTQ community and also like brown it's like you go to these shows and it's just a bunch of fucking white kids who yeah. are like yeah like queer queer bands of color and then like <laughs> I'm there and it's like I don't feel like it feels like you're being propagated. yeah definitely mm-hmm. and it's like. Like, it's like, I'm not playing this show because I'm brown and gay. It's just because, like, I like <laughs> fucking playing music. <laughs> yeah, it really feels like, like, <laughs> they're like, wow, we are so progressive. Yeah. Especially, oh Ka- Berkeley kind of plays on this, too. It's like, can you believe that we ask you what your pronouns are beforehand? <laughs> Did you know that Period. we have yes. a diverse, you know, a diverse student body where it's, it's in reality, it's 9% black and then the di- quote-unquote diversity is, which it, to take into account, it's like, sure, but it's mostly international students from Europe and yeah, then Asia, right. which Asia right. is still some diversity, but it's like you can't pride yourself on being so incredibly diverse when you can't, you know, you're not letting in these black and brown communities <laughs> all the uh, way, no, uh, which is a whole, I can't speak fully on that because I don't know how their admission situation works, but <laughs> nevertheless, let's get into some more nitty gritty questions. Okay, so this is a question we got. How does citizenship work since you were adopted from a different country at a young age? Oh my god, Nicole, I'm so sorry. Yeah. Well, we'll move into like a You can go off later. So. You'll have your Yeah, I'll, I'll go off later. <laughs> what's so, what I'm so excited about this episode is that all of us have such different, and that's why I love talking to people who are adopted. I'm, I just get so excited because everyone has such a different adoption story. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, like, you have an open adoption. I've never met anyone who has an open adoption. Is yours open, Nick? 
Yeah. See, no. I have no idea. I have absolutely no idea, and I don't think I want to know who they are, to Facts. be honest. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. Yeah, but... Yeah, I'll, um, we'll you, have a very nice what conversation is, with Yeah. <laughs> 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 Why are you looking at me like that? I don't know. Rachel just went full, like... Carella Deville. <laughs> just because I'm thinking about, I'm thinking about like all the trauma that I just. It's not even trauma. It's not like we'll call it juice. It's just yeah, all that juice. juice. All the juice. Oh yeah. All the good character development. That's why I love. To oh call yeah, it. it's, it's very character it's development. Very I would not be who I am without. You know, also <laughs> they give such good comedic material. Like I would not be yeah, half as course. funny as I am. Like not to suck my own dick, but I would not be half as funny as I am if I didn't oh, yeah. have like body image issues and wanted to be white for like half my life. I bet it's very humbling. (laughs) Yeah. So anyways, what from what I know about citizenship is that I my mommy and daddy flew to Vietnam on 9-11. Nope. (laughs) Which is a whole other thing. (laughs) Like on 9-11? Yeah, well my mom came later. Or no 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 my mommy was already there, but my dad flew out the like morning. I it was either like the night before or the morning of 9-11. And my mom, she turned on the TV and she thought like a hor- like an action movie was happening, but it was just the news because oh, you know yeah. it, they were yeah. showing it everywhere. And your dad was on a plane. Yeah, that's so. And the thing is, scary. my dad worked at the um, Twin Towers. But what? Not not, oh, not at yeah. the time though. But he okay. was he was living. For, I think he was. I think it was from Maine to Vietnam at that time. But yeah. I don't know. He might have been in New York at the time. I don't know. Nuts. I'm not trying to stretch anything. Nuts. But that, yeah. He Literally did, nuts. He did work at the Twin Towers at one time. He's a naval architect. That's so cool. he designed ships and everything. Nevertheless, I got adopted. I My mom says they finalized my adoption in Vietnam and in Maine just to ensure that everything was set in stone. So I wouldn't have any legal issues going forward, even though I did. Sophomore year of high school, they tried to deport me, but that is okay. So, that's a whole other story. But that's all I know is that it's such a lengthy process that it took my parents, I think, three years to get, you know, everything finalized. finalized. And they had to do, like, a full rundown of... I found paperwork where they just, like, basically wrote an autobiography of my parents because they have to do such a deep background check. Mm. Yeah, they, like, go through your house and Mm -hmm. make sure, like... It's a safe home environment. And it's insane because it's like a normal person can just have kids whenever the fuck they want and yeah. just like totally not think about it. But like when you adopt and like it's so much more complicated. And you think yeah, about like yeah. people who are like same sex couples or like people who like can't yeah. have mm, don't babies. Don't even get me started like, on that. Oh don't even get me like, started. There's so And the fact so that they're turning more. away. Yeah. Yeah. Had, it's ridiculous. Yeah. I had a, um, a dentist and he was like, he was talking about, he made this joke in it. Like he had like tools in my mouth, so I couldn't laugh, but I wanted no. to laugh. <laughs> I wanted to laugh so hard, but he was like, I just don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, he was like, I just don't understand why people like, like go through the process of having to like be pregnant with a baby for nine months when I can just buy one. <laughs> he said Amazon shipping. <laughs> Prime like, two day delivery. Yo, like, Bezos. He knew, bro, he knew he I was adopted too. He knew I was adopted too. Like we're tight for some reason, but he was oh, like, God. "It's like I can just buy one." And I was like, "Period." Right? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Shit. That's all. <laughs> It's already hot and ready, you're just like... (laughs) Yeah, no, all the time I'm like, I want, especially after that debate the other night, not to get too, too political right now, but Mm. after that debate, I was like, 
I really hope my parents kept the return label because it's Facts. time. You know, you gotta ship me back up, put me in USPS, let's go. I got so trashed and washed. No. <laughs> so that was probably way more fun though. It was. Yeah. That was such a stressful night. They were all just like, shut up. Shut and up, I was just man. Like, Go off. Go All of off. us were just like losing brain cells. I'm about to have a, mm. I'm about to have a stroke. Mm. <laughs> I was like watching like like a tennis match but verbally. Oh my god. It was like two little kids and a substitute teacher. I know. Like, truly. Yeah. Anyways, yeah. I assume most of you guys listening, you know, just just go vote. And, yeah. And go blue, please. Yeah. We'll or else you know what? If you don't, if you don't, I'm, I'm just, actually, let's do get political, because this is racial profiling. If you don't vote for Biden, you know who's not going to be here? Us. <laughs> Us. You're no Nick and Rachel, they're, they're, done. they're done. Nicole will probably chill but... <laughs> She'll take over. I'll I'm, let yeah. Nicole profile. Yeah, I'm stuck here, so, like, I'll... <laughs> yeah. So, going back to some adoption questions, one of them we got was, I heard the system can be fucked up. Is that true? What type of difficulties are there? I guess, like, the adopt system. None of us are necessarily foster kids, right? No. None of us went through foster. No. I have... I know two people who went through the foster care system, and I... My heart breaks for those people, because that just sounds like such, you know, emotional and it's mentally, just, like, draining and such yeah. turmoil. No, I mean, compared to adoption, it's such a semi-permanent family mm-hmm. that it's just... I feel... And I, I definitely can't speak to this, like, from experience, but it just... It's a different thing, I think. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if necessarily any difficulties there were on our ends for adoption. I guess that's more of, like, a parent question. Right. But I think the biggest thing is just how lengthy it is. And also, we're fucking expensive. Mm. Like, we're, like, what? I, my assumption is I think my mom... I don't I don't want to put a price on myself. <laughs> <laughs> I know it was, like, in, like, the, like, 10K plus range to yeah. try and... You have to get lawyers. You have to get, you know, the people who file the adoptions and fly to... Vietnam or Philippines or Virginia. <laughs> so that's all I know on difficulties. What about you guys? Dang. Um, I was gonna say when we went over this question, like I'm not, I'm not super, um, I'm not super educated on the yeah. system. Just because, again, I think it is a parent question because we never actually went through the process of adopting someone. Um, but yeah, I know that it's such a lengthy process, and I know that. You know, we're really lucky that we did get adopted because there's 400,000 plus kiddos who are just waiting to have homes. So that's why it's so ridiculous that LGBT plus couples can't adopt. And then it's like, I have, I, I have a friend who was in the foster care system and now he's a crip. (laughs) (laughs) Which he is literally one of the most down to earth, nice people. Nicest crip. No, yeah. I know. I didn't know him when he was a Crip, but I just feel like, you know, that kind of is a sign of... Oh, he's an ex-Crip? No, he's a Crip, but I... We were friends in middle school. We were Uh, lovers. Now he's a Crip. Yeah, and now he's a Crip, but he just released a new song, and it sounds so good. So I was having a good little dance. I used to play shows with this band, and this kid, he was adopted. (laughs) And he joined, like, the, the Worcester... Uh, Cambodian Bloods, <laughs> and they would pull up to the gig, 
and like fucking go nuts. It was like so fun, but it was like these people like are fucking literal gangsters. Yeah. And like we're just playing for them. Like, uh, fuck it. Like, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if this is insensitive to talk about, but this isn't implying that everyone who goes to the foster care system has like a like just like a bad situation necessarily, but just that it's like these kids aren't being necessarily sometimes fully care it's like yeah. despicable me with uh yeah, you know all the right. three kiddos Facts, yeah. Yeah. no i mean if we're talking about the system like there are things like there are a lot of yeah. things that could be done a lot better yeah, because it, it gets to a point where you become a number rather than a, a Facts, human being. right yeah. yeah so we're gonna get a little hmm, we're gonna bring the juice out all we'll right say that. Um, juice. the motherfucking tea <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. so Here's the first big one is, do you have siblings? If so, do you know them? And I'm assuming they're talking about, oh, they said specifically, do you have bio-siblings? Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, I can start. Yeah. I have. I do have bio-siblings. Um, I have two half-sisters and a half-brother. Uh, I haven't met them. They're, uh, they're with my dad, and I can, I'll definitely dig into my story later, so that'll, yeah. like, that'll, um, that'll make more sense later on, but I do, I have two, I have three half siblings um my dad they're my dad's and his wife's kids so your biological dad mm-hmm. okay. yeah yeah my bio do you dad. have any bio siblings nick i have a regular sibling <laughs> um who's also adopted from the philippines so everyone thinks that we're actual siblings but we're not that, ha- that um, happens with mine my sister wasn't adopted but that's kind of cute yeah but they all think we're yeah related. yeah because well, we're both- i get one free <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then um i've always had this fantasy of being a twin and not knowing it and one day walking down the street and like seeing someone who like looks exactly like me i'd be like yo what the fuck is up bro like the fact that you both have thought that see i have a i had a different i guess like vision where i thought i was it was like a princess protection program situation so i thought i was the princess of vietnam i don't think that's how the government works <laughs> when the Princess Protection Program came out, or it was Princess Protection Program and Princess Diaries. Okay. I yeah. thought, I thought, oh, the reason I got put up for adoption is because I'm the Princess of Vietnam. Gotta so, protect you, bro. Yeah. So they sent me away. So when I turn 18 or 21, they're gonna come back for me. You still got time. Bro. <laughs> so I'll check in with you guys when I turn 21. <laughs> be insane. Mine was. Mine started off. Mine was kind of as a joke though, because I. Like, it was like my senior year of high school. Someone pulled up this picture of Lozanne. No. Before no. before he had no. tattoos. God, if I showed you guys the fucking picture, like you, you know exact, me. you would know. I'll show you later. But it's literally my face on a, on a dude, and I was, and they were like, my friends were like, yo, you're adopted, right? And I was like, oh, all the right. gag is like, like. That ass, though, I mean, Did like... Did you look up if Lil Xan was adopted? I can't! And, like, the thing is, like, people say it as a joke, but dead ass, like, when it comes to adoption, you never know. You never know. So, I was, like, I was in this inner turmoil for, like, a month. I was, like, maybe. I, Just maybe. Were you... No, but neither of you are only kids. Like, growing up. You oh, yeah, no, I have a sister who's two years younger. I never even thought about having siblings, to be honest, because I've been an only child, but the... I kind of just, like, forced my best friends to be my siblings, like, TJ, he's basically my sibling. Right. Like, just, like, people who I'm really close with. I never thought about, you know, if I had bio-siblings, because I think if I, a lot of the things that pertain to, like, a deeper adoption things, I just don't think about it, because I can't let myself think about it, or else it leads into a whole spiral of things. 
that kind of goes to the question, do you ha- ever wonder if you have siblings? Well, see, I know. Yeah, so. you know. <laughs> I'll, I'll let Nick go for that. Um, like I said, yeah, I've, I've, ever since I was little, I've always had this, like, mm-hmm. fantasy of, like, running into a twin or something. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've definitely thought about it, but it's not something that I'm too interested in. Like, right? It would be cool, but, like... If I knew that I had to go through all this, it'd be like, so much trouble. more. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's so much so more hard. I think a big thing for me is I have so few answers that I don't want to know anything, or else it's gonna lead to more questions. Since I'm just, exactly. I'm very, very concerned yeah. with where my life is. Yeah. If I'm being honest, like Good. I'm super privileged. I have such a great life, so it's like, why would I seek those answers when it would just lead to more questions? Mm-hmm. Oh man, mm-hmm. <laughs> I think about that all the time. But uh, we have a big fat juicy question coming up but before that i want to do a little more lighthearted okay. situation because i want to hear what fucked up things you've been said that pertain to either for nick and i race and adoption or just adoption in general because i've had some pretty good ones uh, especially <laughs> when i moved to texas yeah um there's definitely been some insensitive things that um, mm-hmm. have been said. The, like, the biggest thing on my mind is when I was in high school, um, it was it was around my freshman year of high school, there was this, like, tr- I, w- I wouldn't call it a trend, but there was this thing that would go around school where instead of, like, oh, your friend does something stupid and you're like, oh, my God, you're so stupid. Popular pe- slang. Right. People would joke. say, you're adopted. Like, that's, like, your, that's, like, the insult. Mm. He would say, you're adopted. And I remember I was in, I was, I think I was in my history class or something. I said something stupid. And my friend just turned to me and went, you're adopted. And I was like... The hey. gag is. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> no. But she, she stiffened up and her face got so pale. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so, I'm so sorry. She never said that again, ever. Mm. Like literally, I feel like the trend died right after I said that. I was like, <laughs> good, my work here is done. As it should, as <laughs> right. it should. Yeah, no, definitely just a lot of like adoption jokes yeah. that go around just like. Do you, are you, do you make a lot of adoption jokes? Cause I feel like out of the two of us, I definitely am more like, eh. Oh yeah, no, yeah. I mean like, I definitely am very lighthearted about it, especially yeah. around my friends. Like, I'll, I'm, if people make adoption jokes, especially if you're adopted, I feel like it's like our own little club. It's our club. language. Yeah, it's our, for it's our sure. Club. It's our own little club. Like, we are allowed to do it. And I'm definitely allowed to say it to other people. That's how mm-hmm. I feel about it personally. Like, I make jokes every once in a while, but yeah. like. Dude, I literally cannot think of anything. It's okay. You can always. The thing is, like, in. my, my parents are so obviously not my biological parents that everyone kind of knows and I've like been raised in a very like liberal ass like (laughs) clean like community where like no one ever gives anyone like shit for like that kind of stuff I guess Mm -hmm. and I guess I, I, I even when I had like it would either go over my head because I'm like extremely socially awkward or like I just like wouldn't pay attention but like yeah, I honestly can't think of anything. Because, like, I'd always get, like, low-key, like, racial shit, but it wasn't because I was adopted. It was it's just because right. I'm not yeah. white. Yeah. <laughs> right. I have a favorite one that I remembered recently, and it was when I first moved to Texas. So I was in fifth grade, and I was in PE, and I remember this so vividly. I think it's the funniest thing now, but I'm sitting next to this boy in PE, and he turns to me, and he goes, so... Were you on the Vietnam side or the American side of the war? <laughs> I think I told him I was neutral. 
<laughs> but oh wait, I have to show you guys something. Hold on. Okay, so I just ran into my closet to get something. So <laughs> I found Depop is a thing over quarantine and I bought this shirt. It says Survivor Vietnam War. Oh no. <laughs> 1961 to 1975. And it has a picture of Vietnam. Oh my gosh. I can't I wait to flex on everyone. I hope you keep that forever. Oh, I, I plan on it. <laughs> I plan on it. I want to make these I want to make these little Boston girlies uncomfortable, you know? Oh, Just yeah. Just keep oh, them yeah. on their toes. Oh, definitely. But I have a question that I actually forgot to write down. It was from Instagram, and it kind of pertains to what you were talking about, Nick. When it comes to... <sighs> I don't remember this. Yeah, I kind of don't remember either, but let me ask the question. Oh, it was talking about, like, so you said, you know your parents don't look like you or yeah. so it's like you obviously know and so obviously like i didn't you know i were you always told that you were adopted oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah me knew, too I knew from birth, so. because it's kind of like well for us it's like we're gonna figure it out yeah, <laughs> yeah. like my parents are like mitt romney in a snowstorm white like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah yeah my parents are like martha Stewart and um the guy who's in little shop of horrors like the really short little <laughs> i love my parents they're so cute so, a question we got was, when did your parents tell you, slash, do you think a parent is obligated to tell their child they're adopted? Mm. I have kind of a, like, horror story about that. Right, row. Um, my biology teacher was, like, telling us a story about, like, you know, like, when they teach you about, like, dominant and recessive genes? Yeah. And they're, like, the brown eyes and the blue eyes, and you can, like, only have blue eyes if your parents, like both have blue eyes or something. I don't know exactly how it like works. That, yeah. Yeah. And so he, the kid was like, oh, well, like, I didn't, that's not how it is. Like, I have blue eyes and my parents have this. And she was like, oh, well, that must mean, like, you're adopted. Like, oh. as a joke. Oh, no. He went home and he asked his parents and he found out he was adopted. No, 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 <laughs> no. There, what? I don't know anything past that, but she told us that story. I would love um, to be in that parent-teacher conference. Oh Holy shit, that would be insane. I would, pay, I would um, pay to see that. No, but I also know a kid whose parents didn't tell him until he was 16, and he, like, got yeah. super fucked up. No, yeah. that would screw me over. Yeah, it, they took him, like, like two years to, like, get back to normal. He just, like, started doing drugs and, like... Yeah. Like, really getting in bad places and shit, yeah, but he's chilling now. No, That's I feel good. like, I've, I've, again, I've known since birth, but yeah. I, like, I don't feel like I'm in a place to say that there's an obligation, because mm -hmm. every parent can do their own thing, but, like, personally, I feel like I would have been way worse if I didn't know until later. I feel like if my parents didn't tell me, I would have believed them that they were my biological <laughs> parents. Uh, but, yeah, the way she phrased it, she said... Do you think a parent is obligated? I agree with you. I don't think it's my place to tell anyone, you know, because every situation is different, especially when it comes to kids, like why they got put up for adoption, yeah. et cetera. But that can be a whole different conversation than, you know, you were adopted, but obviously that leaves so many questions. But I think just seeing, like, movies where it's like, oh, you adopted. And then the kid goes through a spiral. So I feel like just because from my own personal experience and from, you know, what we've talked about, I think, personally, that's just the healthiest way to go about it. Yeah. Because the way I've always known is my parents used to tell me the adoption story before bed. So it was like my bedtime story. Mm. So it'd be mm. like, Daddy flew out to Vietnam, and then they Aww. came and got you. Aww. So, yeah, it was always just been like a super sweet story that yeah. I've known. No, mine, mine's kind of like got some twists and turns in it. So, like, I Ooh. always, 
Yeah. When I was younger, I knew the story, but like when you're when you're like seven, it's like you don't you're really. You're just like a CW show. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like you just don't fully comprehend like the trauma juice. The juice. As we the say. juice. You don't fully comprehend the juice. So like, I mean, as I got older and I found out more, like it got. You know, I was always learning more as I got older, but, like, I always knew what happened, so. Yeah, the only thing my parents tell me was I got double ear infections on the plane and just screamed the Aww, entire time. Oh, poor thing. From, from the Philippines to, like, L.A., and then from <laughs> L.A. to Boston, I was just, like, the worst person to be on the plane <laughs> with, you know? Like, my parents were probably just like, fuck, we went out to get this kid, and, like, wrong kid. kid, and he's so fucking annoying. Like, <laughs> God, if I was in their position, I'd be like, fuck. Did we just fuck Take up? Take it back. <laughs> Three-day three return. Yeah, where's one. the receipt? Where's the receipt? Yeah, my mom just told me that um, I only cried a lot when I first met them because my mom said she thinks I was scared because they are white, and I've never seen white people before. I have a... So... I was there when I, my sister got adopted, mm-hmm. and my mom, like, held her for the first time, and she was chilling, but, like, my dad's super white, so, yeah. like, he held her, like, she was, like, freaking out, and when I held her, she was fine, but it was, yeah, it was just, it was funny, because, like, it's totally, like, babies, like, they can see that shit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Babies see color. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> babies are racist. <laughs> Confirmed. <laughs> A B A R, all babies are racist. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I kind of want to. I kind of want to ask you now that we're on kind of the topic of you know, having like white parents and being international babies. A big Nick and I both talked about this on our Instagram stories, but I want to ask you about your whole take on. I want to say her name wrong. Isn't it Amy Cohen? You know who they're trying to replace Ruth Bader Ginsburg with? Yeah, facts. Yeah. Sobichar? No, um, oh, that's a different one. Let me find it so I don't speak. Amy. Amy Coney Barrett. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah because yeah. a big narrative that's been pushed around is that, so the argument is that <laughs> a lot of people are like, she can't be racist because she adopted two black mm. babies. <laughs> How is that possible? When it's very, there have been times where, you know, it's not with ill intent, but inherently, there are a lot of microaggressions that can be thrown your way just because even the people making them don't realize it. And so yeah. there have been times where I've had to have conversations to share with my parents, just be like, hey, that was not okay. And your yeah. kid is a child of color, like at the end of the day, still. Like, I'm adopted and I'm your family, I'm your forever family, but that doesn't mean you can't, that doesn't mean you have like immunity to making, you know, having like, these a lot of internalized racism or I shouldn't say a lot but just you know a lot of like little things that kind of build up Mm. oh my god there was this one time where I was talking to my mom and I don't know how this came up but she was like Nick don't you think people like even though like even if they like learn how to speak English like really well like have just like internalized accents based on where they're from and I was like mom do I have an accent and she was like, no, why? And I was like, <laughs> I'm from <laughs> the Philippines, dog. And she was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah. <laughs> like, and like, like just little stuff like that, that mm-hmm. happens all the time. There is one thing that I want to say about um, whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, 
there's a lot of people who are like, oh, it's like a white savior complex mm. or whatever. And like... Oh, you painting like adoption yeah, in a bad yeah, way. Yeah, like you yeah. don't know her life. Like you don't know why she's adopting people. Like, and I said this on my Instagram story, like adopting a kid who's not the same color as you is not inherently wrong mm-hmm. in no, any right. way. No. It's just you, A, have to be prepared for the challenges that that's going to cause. You have to be able um, to have those conversations. Yeah, and yeah. also, if you try to spin it as a political thing, oh, I'm not racist because I have kids who are, story. like, like uh, people of color, then that's bad. Like, yeah. like, like doing adopting kids who are not the same color as you, Great, do it. Awesome, amazing. Mm-hmm. If you're prepared for Get those that, kids great. Yeah, but if you try to like spin politicize it, politicize it. Like, yeah, no, I think I out. think like Sorry. with this with this like specific. Don't be a public representative. Right. With this, <laughs> with this specific subject, like I think, with them saying like, oh, she adopted two black kids, like she can't be racist. One, like anybody can be racist. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Doesn't matter where you're from or who you're associated with. Like you can always be racist. And two, I think that also kind of puts those kids in a really bad spot because mm. it kind of I feel for them. Whenever, yeah, whenever I think about it, it's like it feels like they're kind of using them as pawns for sure. like for like, hey, look, I got two black kids, so like I'm good, right? Like I don't know. That just it doesn't sit right with me personally. Yeah, for sure. So. Yeah, I just want to ask y'all's take on that because that's been such a like a heated topic. I didn't even think about that before we were planning on doing this podcast, mm. but yeah. yeah, good, good to touch on. Mm, thank you. My podcast host jeans are coming out. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> okay, are we ready for some juice? Oh yeah, some yes. big questions. I'm definitely ready. So a question we got a lot on Instagram was, "Do you know such have you met your biological parents? Who would like to take it first? Why don't you go? Okay, so I haven't met my biological parents, but I went back to the Philippines at the beginning of this year. Um, I was there when it turned to 2020. I was so hyped. Little did I know, <laughs> right? Like, oh, yeah. I was there when the ball dropped, you know? <laughs> like, um, but yeah, I, I went back to the Philippines to do this mission thing, like mm-hmm. go out to like rural places and give people medicine and stuff. Right. Um, but I went back to my old orphanage and like met like the head nun in there and stuff and like all the people who worked there. And, like, after 19 or whatever years, they, like, remembered who I was. And were like, oh, my God. And they, like, called me, That's like, so by my birth name and stuff. Because, like, that's oh, who they knew who I, I was. I would be so freaked And out. I was, like, yeah. I was, like, like, I've never been someone who's, like, I want to find my birth parents or whatever. But, yeah. like, like, see, like, meeting the nun who, like, literally, like, took care of me for, like, however long I was in there. Like, I was, like, this is, like, clo- like closer to, like, like obviously my parents are my parents, but like this is a, this to me is closer to like meeting my family than it is like than a, like meeting my birth parents. Right. You know? Yeah. Yeah. They, and they weirdly, you. I left there with no questions because yeah. it was yeah. like I found out everything I needed to know. They're like, "Oh, Nick, you were like such a happy little baby." So was it kind of a sure. feeling of closure? Yeah, for sure. That I I wasn't even like thinking about that. I was mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna go back to my old orphanage and like." That'll be weird, and whatever. And then I just got all this, like, stuff that was just, like, yeah, wow. And weirdly, like, I was afraid, like, holy shit, I'm going to go back to the orphanage, and, like, it's going to be s- terrible. 
but the rest of the trip was gonna be fine. It turned out being the other way, oh, wow. where the orphanage was the only chill thing that happened, Aww. and everything else just like sent me into a spiral, which we'll probably talk about later. Um, <laughs> yeah, I have to ask you about what it was like going back. Have you been to the Philippines since you were adopted? So I went back when my sister was adopted, mm-hmm. but I was like five. So, like, you don't really remember anything when you're five. Right. Um, I remember going to, like, this big-ass volcano um, and, like, being super scared. Little did I know, when I left the Philippines in 2020, it fucking exploded and, like, I almost died. Whoa. We were, like, in the airport. There's fucking ash falling everywhere. Oh, and God. we got the fuck out of there. <laughs> that shit was insane. So that's how my 2020 started. I almost died. Close call. Um... And then after we left, it exploded again. <laughs> no, 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 It was no. insane. You said, um, all right, I'm a blast. Yeah, facts. <laughs> but yeah, like, like, um. I'm glad you're okay. Yeah. Wild, wild stuff. But yeah, so I went back there when I was like five or whatever, and then I went back like recently, and that's, that's it. Mm. So Nicole. Yeah, so, um, again, I have an open adoption, so like, basically what that means is, um, like, my birth parents, upon, like, signing certain documents, they're allowed to be involved in my life, or I'm allowed to reach out as well. Um, and that kind of, from what I know, um, that applies mainly to my birth mom, um, because my birth parents were not together um, when I was adopted. They were 19 and, you know, yeah. got pregnant, yeah. and, you know, so um, they weren't together. Just, you know, shit fell apart, I guess, um, that I won't go into too deeply, but, uh, so I, I know my birth mom, and I'm really close to her, and I know my birth family on that side, um, so I know, you know, my grandparents, and my, my uncles, and my aunts, and, you know, like, I, like, my uncle came to my graduation with my, uh, with my birth mom, and it's really nice, but I also, uh, I don't know my dad's side, um, which is kind of like, it's like I'm getting half closure, Yeah. you know, which is kind of like unsettling. Um, I'm definitely grateful for the relationships that I have, but it's, it definitely is a little unsettling sometimes, especially cause like, I know my dad, I know my bio dad's name, so it's, yeah, it's something that I can easily look up and like. And it's, you know, my, my mom had, like, spilled information to me about, like, how, you know, he's got a wife, he's got kids, he lives, you know, like, 20 minutes from here. Whoa, really? Yeah, that's, that's... crazy. He, I think he's moved since then, but I remember when I found that out, I literally just wouldn't leave my neighborhood other than school, because I was like, I'm gonna run into him at the store, I'm gonna run into him here, and, like, I was like, I bet my sister goes to, like, this elementary school, like, I just... She, they were just right there and it was so it was so freaky but yeah um but yeah that's my relationship wow <laughs> yeah crazy. no that's insane to hear because i've never met anyone with a uh, open adoption so yeah. i feel like that's i mean that it correct me if i'm ever speaking but i feel like that's such a lot to handle emotionally it is. Because, it is, like, yeah. like you said, it's, like, half closure, so I really hope eventually you're able to, I don't know if you ever wanted to seek meeting them and getting that full. Yeah, no, I mean, I've always thought about it, like, ever since I was, I was younger, but, um, 
there have just been, like, bad stories tossed around oh, yeah. about his side, and, like, um, there's just always that, like, little fear that it's, like, if I meet him, I could, like, never recover from it if they're, like, if all those stories are true, if yeah. he hasn't really changed, if he's not really this great person, because there's always, you know, people will tell me, because not a lot of people can relate to this situation, almost, I don't think I've met anybody who can relate to this situation, mm-hmm. but, like, you know, they'll say, oh, well, you know, you don't have a relationship now, so if it goes badly, you won't have one after, and I'm like... That's not, that's not how that works. Sucks. That's this really is, not how that this works. This is a father figure. Like, yeah. he may not have actually been, like, my adopted father, who is, like, such an amazing father figure to me, but he is my related biological father, and, you know, with having, with having certain information, it's kind of, like, there's certain things that can kind of trigger, like, I'll have a couple of days where I'm, like, man, like, I'm 50% him, and I really hate that, you know? Mm. Which, you know, it's not something you can change, which is, like, the worst part of it, but, um, yeah, are you talking about just biologically, or are you talking about, like, nature versus nurture type beat? It's kind of both, because, yeah. you know, like, I've I've always been told, like, oh, you look so much like your birth mom, and, like, it's true, I do, I look a lot like her, but, like, there was there were always a couple of things that I was like, this, this isn't the same, and once I saw pictures, I was like, oh, I have his eyes. Yeah. And it's like, that's such a prominent feature, mm-hmm. and, like, I remember asking, I was like, both my parents, because both my bio parents are brunettes, brown hair. I was born blonde with blue eyes, and I still basically blonde with blue eyes. And so she was like, "Oh, it's your, it's your aunt on your dad's side." And it's like there's so much, yeah. like little little things that just like go into that side that make me who I am that I don't know, um, that are just like sprinkled out. So it's like I don't know everything, but I know a little bit. And it definitely just the nature versus nurture thing, where it's that oh, you I think that about you touch all the time that you touched on, yeah, because like my adopted parents. And obviously my birth mom all knew him or had met him at one point or another. And, you know, she'd be, you know, I'd have, oh, you, you get that from him or you get that, you know, you get that because of, because of this. And sometimes I'm like, I really don't want that. Like, mm-hmm. cause he's, he's kind of been made out to me as like not the best person. So it's like, there's nothing I can really do to change it. It's who I am. It's like literally biologically who I am. So yeah. that's kind of something that personally like emotionally and mentally I have to deal with but that's so valid that's yeah. yeah that's so valid but I mean at the same time you're Nicole yeah so and I don't <laughs> need to tell you that but just that it's like from my perspective I feel like I have no idea just answering the question I have no idea who my biological parents are and so mm-hmm. I think about all the time it's like could I be like them but I think a lot of it's like you're a good person and I don't know, obviously, I don't know the depths of, you know, your situation with your birth father and all of that that's happening, but I don't feel like you should, or I shouldn't say I don't feel like you should, but I just, I hope that you don't compare yourself to how he's been depicted to be because you're just a great person, so Thank that shouldn't you. try and validate any of your feelings. Thank but. you. Yeah, that means yes. a lot. You know, at the end of the day, like, you're yourself and, mm-hmm. like, People yeah. around you can affect you, but they are not who you are. Right. Yeah. And I like yeah. I was gonna say like, I bet you get this a lot, but I have this I have this conversation in every single private lesson I ever get. Oh, are your parents musicians? And I'll just be like, Yeah. No, but mm-hmm. I'm adopted, so it doesn't really matter. And then they're like, Well, are your birth parents musicians? And I was like, How the hell am I supposed to know? I, Let's call them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm about to call them right now. <laughs> I'm like, no, but it's, it's totally like, 
Like, Hello, Philippines. Uh, facts. Uh, <laughs> operator. <laughs> no, but it's just like, like, like I'm me at the end of the day, mm-hmm. and my parents are not me. Exactly. And, Even our forever like, families. Definitely. That's something I think about all the time because I had to write an essay about nature versus nurture, and I think junior year of high school, I was thinking about it, I was like, I am not, like, either of my forever family, like, I'm not either, like, either my adoptive parents, when I say forever family, that's who I'm referring to, because Mm. that's kind of, like, what they instilled my whole life, they're like, we're your forever family, and so I've kind of had this idea that, you know, blood is great, and it's not to invalidate anyone who is, you know, their family's just fully, you know, blood relatives, and that, you know, that's awesome, because you are building those relationships with people throughout your life. But for me, I've just always believed. That's why I hold friends so dearly to my heart because my mom has always taught me that your family is the people who put in the genuine work to care about you, to make you feel known and seen, and just show you love. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I call them my forever family. And they're just directly my family. But I think about, like, have I ever met my biological parents? No. Do I want to meet them? I don't think so because – or sometimes I'm like, huh. I told mm-hmm. my friend once – I just want to see them. I want to go to Vietnam, and I want to look at them just so I can see, like, oh, that's why I look. Kind of like the one-way mirror. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's like there's yeah. a line. Yeah. You'll, be like, you'll be like, all right, I'm good now. Yeah. Toodles. And then my friend's like, Rach, that's not how that works. But I was like, well, I just want to know if they can sing, and I want to know, you know, kind of their personality a little bit, but just like maybe, you know, like a little elevator pitch. I don't want to get to know them. Well, have I you ever thought of like, like writing a letter or an email? I have something? no idea how to find my parents, and yeah. I could probably find like a, a PI or PI. That's <laughs> private. Our, our private lessons. A private invest. Oh, that is a PI. A private investigator. <laughs> Sorry, we call our private lesson instructors PIs. I yeah, never do that. I just call it, it sounds. My, yeah, I say PI because it's shorter, but I just say like my voice lessons. Facts. Yeah. But anyways. I have, when I was going through those papers I mentioned earlier, where it's, like, all my documentation, just, like, being an adopted kid that they keep, uh, there's one document that has a name in Vietnamese, and it's on, like, the, it says, like, father's name, and then it has a name, but then there's another paper that says mother's name, and it's the same name, so I'm like, well, it has to be one of them, and my assumption is it's the mom, because who had to pop me out? She did. Facts. So, but I just personally, I don't think I want to know, because... It would lead to a lot more questions, like I was saying yeah. earlier, and I've watched videos where it's like, sometimes you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad to see you, I'm so glad you're doing well, and it just makes my heart happy, and I have this closure to know that you are doing okay, but then there are other videos where they're like, you're welcome, you're welcome, I gave you a life, you, or like, especially being from Vietnam, they're like, she's valuable, that's why my parents told me, she's valuable, how much does she cost, pay us, I don't know if that's how that works, <laughs> that kind of depicts Vietnam very yeah. much like a slum, like third world, which is a whole other thing. Like, did you see all my inst- I made a joke the other night about how I think I said, Man, after this debate, I hope my yeah. parents get yeah, their yeah, yeah, label. Yeah. And this kid swipes up and he goes, No offense, but I don't think you'd survive in Vietnam. <laughs> I was like, Wait a minute. Wait That's a what minute. scared me about going back to the Philippines. Yeah, do you want to talk about that a little bit? Maybe later. I was okay. going to say something about. Like, the way you and I perceive family and friends have had the same result with the friends part, but not the family part. Really? Yeah. And this is, it, this is something that both me and my sister struggle with, is having very little emotional attachment to our family. Like, mm-hmm. to our, like, like our adoptive families, mm-hmm. right? Like, because, and my sister is, like, I'm naturally not someone who opens up a lot. Yeah. And my sister doesn't at all um but um 
yeah, it's just like, and we're kind of like, our family's kind of like really disparate anyway. Like it kind of feels like I, and my parents are together, but it kind of feels like I was raised by my mom and I was raised by my dad, but not like together. Not right. And yeah. like, like, like we don't really eat dinner together or like anything. So I've, I've never really experienced a thing where I'm like, oh my God, like my forever family or whatever. Cause like, Aww. and like whenever anything bad happens, like super bad when I like get in flights with my family and shit, I'm just like, I could leave right now and just not come back. Like, yeah. um, and I would be fine with it. Like I can like, and I've always just had this like, like desire to like build my life around what I like want my like yeah. ideal family to be because I feel like the one I have right now just isn't that and I and I don't know if that's because if I'm adopted or not but yeah. that's definitely like feeding that a lot um so like when I get mad I tend to just leave my house and like not mm. come back for like hours and hours and hours mm. um but yeah like with the friends thing like I'm like that's like like the people I choose to be in life with and I know, like, even people who are, like, like, ha- are, like, they're, like, parents' biological kids, they didn't choose it, you know? Mm-hmm. You're just born for, to whoever you right. end up being born with, but it's just, like... Yeah, none of us asked yeah, to be yeah, here. Yeah, yeah, none but. of us asked to be here, but, like, <laughs> yeah. for me, it just feels like a little bit extra none of us yeah. asked to be here. Yeah, no, um, I totally That's valid. And, like, it's so valid. Um, and then on top of that, as someone who's just, like, in this place where, like, I'm in this, I live in this, like super like 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 well-off community like 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 I've had so many opportunities and just that guilt of like oh like you still feel bad for your like life even though like you're literally living better than so many people Um, (laughs) and that's what happened when I went back to the Philippines because I was there and just like fucking poverty everywhere Mm -hmm. Like, yeah. like consumerism, like the fucking billboards everywhere, like in the city, it was literally like like eight billion people. It felt like there, and it's like, man, if I was just like a, like a little like street rat kid like running around. But yeah, like if I if I ended up staying in Manila, like which is the capital city, like where I'm mm-hmm. from, like mm-hmm. that would be terrible. And then like we went out to the rural areas, and then like people are literally living in like mud huts and shit. And it's like, God damn it, Nick, like, you feel bad, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. for living in your, like, nice-ass house, mm-hmm. and, like, 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 with your parents who, like, give you literally anything you ask for, and, like, this is your alternative, and you can still, like, feel like shit, and after I went back, like, when I was in the Philippines, I was like, I'm gonna go home and be so thankful for everything I have, mm-hmm. I went back home, <laughs> and it all went away, and I was, just, like, still pissed off, and, like, I was like, and then... I have this extra layer now of knowing what it's like back there, you know? Yeah, no, I mean, I feel like I can relate to that in a different sense, because, like, a bunch of people, whenever I, whenever I talk about my situation, they're like, oh, but you, like, you have extra parents. And I'm like, oh, no, 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 don't get, don't get me started on that. They're like, oh, you have more family. I'm like, "Mm -mm." yeah, but, like, it's so messed up. Like, it's, I, I don't even want to, like, sugarcoat it. Like, mm-hmm. it's, yeah. it's kind of a messed up situation, you know? It makes my, it makes my family life super complicated, and there's a bunch of disconnect, mm-hmm. like, everywhere, you know? And, like, I think what Nick, what Nick was saying of, like, like, just when you're with your adoptive family, sometimes, I don't know if both of you guys go through this, but there's sometimes where it's, like, I'm not family the way that they are. 
Yeah. You know, because, like, I have a sister that's not adopted. Yeah. And there's just, there's, I feel like there's this connection that, like, I just can never have because it's, Mm -hmm. like, you know? I definitely feel like I would feel that if I had siblings. Yeah. But even with my parents and, like, their, or my friends and their parents is what I meant to say. Yeah. It's, like, like, I feel like, like, watching them interact with their parents, like, there's something, like, that's there that I don't have, you know? Definitely, yeah. And, like, um, like, I don't know, like, for example, my friend Jabron, like, he just calls his dad bro all the time, Aww. they're, like, friends and shit, and I, like, hang out, and it's, like... That's cute. See, I kind of have And even, that like, t- when my, when my friend's parents, like, do, like, like, shit that's, like, not great... Yeah. They're always like, oh, yeah, but, like, at the end of the day, like, they're my parents, so, like, I'm not going to do anything. Mm. I've never thought that, like, in my life. <laughs> right. Because like, it's like, everyone's like, yeah. oh, you can't change your parents, and we're like, yeah. Oh. I we're just, like, we have a whole clothing yeah. rack, right? <laughs> the only reason I come back is because I feel like I have this unpayable debt to them. Where it's like they mm. like rescued me from this like yeah like terrible situation. Do they ever? And, like, oh, sorry, go ahead. I mean, and that. it's like I have to like repay them by like, especially like music and stuff. Like, mm. I feel like I need to be good at everything because it's just like, like this is what they did, and it's, it's like, like they gave you a chance. Yeah, they gave yeah. me a chance, so I have to make the absolute best of it, like that I possibly can. You know, mm-hmm. it's like so much pressure. Mm-hmm. And I told my parents that. And they're like, Nick, like, you're insane. Like, you know, you, like, don't have to. But it's, like, so deeply ingrained in my brain that it's, yeah. like... And I've always been like that since I was little. I just mm-hmm. haven't been able to, like, vocalize it until, like, very recently. Mm-hmm. Y'all are making me realize shit right now. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay, so for, on, like, the parent thing, I thought it was a generational thing. Just why we weren't, you know... I guess I see some families and they're super lovey-dovey. And that's sometimes how... It's, like, it's not like we aren't, but... There's, yeah, there's just kind of something there that, you know, I don't know how to phrase it. You put it really well, but it's not, that's, this isn't to dis, mommy, if you're listening, this isn't to discredit you. <laughs> I don't think, she asked to listen to my podcast and I told her no. I'm not <laughs> allowing my parents to listen to this. No, I'm going to let my mom, but you know, uh, love hi, you. Hi, Mrs. Warner. Hi. Hello. <laughs> yeah. I, my mom and I actually got in a fight about this my senior year because, well, for, I have to go back for one thing is like. Uh, I think all of us kind of have, like, adoption guilt, whether, like, yeah. we realize it or not, because I, well, one, I feel a need, when I grow up, especially since, like, I think it's another thing that's elevated since I'm a woman, is that, you know, it's like, are you gonna have kids? And I feel like I'm obligated to adopt. Oh. I oh, feel I, the opposite. Oh my god. No, I can completely relate to that. Yeah. Because it's, it's like, it's like you want to, like, you I, know, you know how much it, like, it changes I don't know someone's if, life. Exactly. That's mm-hmm. what I'm saying. It's like and hopefully for the better. But definitely. Like for that's, yeah, for I think all three of us, like we were adopted for the better. Yeah. And it's like it's like when it comes to kids, like there's two sides, especially for me, because I'm like I have had to grow up not being able to be like, Oh, uh, she looks so much like you. Like yeah. all those all those little just like intimate things that I've always missed out on. Like I've always wanted the idea of just having a kid that looks like me. Oh, you know, yeah. so like there's always that, but then, but then there's like, oh god, like right. I wouldn't be who I was right now if it wasn't for my parents it's and for my family pressure. and for the, my community. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. For me, first of all, like I said before, like I've always had this image in my head of like what I perceive to be like the perfect family or whatever, like my ideal situation. But also, it's like, like. 
I don't know if I'm equipped to adopt another person and like help them through that because mm. honestly I don't even know how I've navigated that shit by myself. Me neither. I think it literally is just yeah. like I make a joke about it and then I move forward and don't think about it. Which is so I don't know if that's unhealthy. It's like you either like And then I got it. this podcast. Yeah, you either burn it, it just or got worse. You talk about it on the podcast. Yeah, right. Literally. But the other thing I want to say is like with how you're feeling about like when you went back to the Philippines and everything, it's like that doesn't invalidate how you're feeling because there's a reason you feel that way when it yeah. comes to, you know, just I think about that all the time. I'm like, how can I, you know, and the thing is, my parents kind of held it over me sometimes too, where it's like, we gave you this beautiful life. We gave you uh, this and this and this. Yeah. And the thing is, they only did that when they were mad at me. So I think it kind of, I mean, just from like my perspective, I try to look at it from both sides, but I feel like it's yeah. kind of unfair leverage because it's like, yeah. I didn't ask. They're like for a lot of these things, and you just decide to support me, which is great, and I'm so thankful. But then it's like we get in one argument, and it's like you're adopted. You're like they've been told me like <laughs> they're like you're a priv- privileged little Asian girl. Oh, that kind of no. fucked me up. Uh, <laughs> but it's okay. It's good character development. And it's like I got in this whole dispute with my mom my senior year of high school because I don't know about y'all, but writing those college essays makes you think. Because oh, yeah. you basically what they're saying is what is your greatest trauma and can you tell us about it and then we'll give you a little bit of a, money. Give me a sob story. Yeah, huh? give me a good a good little sob story. Give me yeah. some, you know, Pixar shit. <laughs> and so... I don't remember... Oh, well... The thing is, like, I got into college the summer before senior year yeah. started. So oh, I, like, wow. didn't... Because I went to five week. Okay, yeah, yeah. And they yeah, gave yeah. me a scholarship and I was just like, I'm not applying to anywhere else. Five weeks of program in Berkeley. Just so let you guys know. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I never had to write those, so mm-hmm. maybe I got a little free pass. Oh, I did not because my <laughs> so I had the whole realization about like I've talked before how I didn't embrace being Asian probably up until these last few years because for so long, like in middle school, I thought to be liked amongst my peers I had to be white. I would turn the saturation down in my photos to make my skin lighter. Which is a whole other thing that's like colorism too amongst Asians and stuff because you know I wasn't I wasn't white I wasn't I wasn't Asian enough mm-hmm. to hang out with those girlies but I was one time oh my gosh there was a point in middle school where I hung out with some Mormon girls and they called me the chosen one oh <laughs> <laughs> because all of them were like white and blonde like I and not even you know nothing against that but it's just like I think about all these things I'm like wow I really had so much internalized racism towards myself about being Asian mm. and I talked about that in my essay and my mom got mad at me because it's like you're not thankful for what you have blah 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 and I get how you can be on the defensive but the thing is my essay wasn't attacking them for being like she was like so you're not happy we adopted you and it's like of course I'm thankful you adopted me and I feel like yes maybe I should express that more often but it's mm. like are you trying to hold that as leverage over me? My mom, A, got mad at me for posting that shit on Instagram. The and, thing that I posted mm-hmm, and then you reposted uh-huh. it? Uh-huh. And no. B, she got mad at me for coming here today and talking about this uh, stuff. What? what? <laughs> so oh. I'm like, I'm not going to let you listen to it. Um, I, no, I mean, oh my gosh, if I ever meet your parents, they're going to be like, this girl. <laughs> no, 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 they don't know who you are. Okay. <laughs> um, but what I was going to say about the colors and stuff, oh yeah. my god, uh, so, like, in the Philippines, obviously, everyone, like, in lots of, like, Asian countries are like this. Like, especially where people, like, are more dark. They have, like, skin lightening cream. Yes, I see that. I um, saw, I follow this account called Shaded by, it's by Tan France from Queer Eye. And I didn't realize how prevalent it is that it's just, like, it's, like, white is right. Yeah, so when I went back there, I'm dark for 
a Filipino. And all of my relatives were like, wow, Nick, you're really dark. And I was like, yeah. And the thing is, like, I'm proud of that. Like, I really like my, like, skin tone. And good. Like, I really, like, like, I don't, I've never, like, struggled with the whole not being, a, because, like I said, like, my family is still, like, pretty deep-rooted, like, uh, Filipino. So, yeah. like, mm -hmm. I've always had that kind of identity around. Definitely. Um, and also, like, it was, like, I've always needed something to, like, be different from everyone else. So, like. Gotta um, say, I'm not white. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I like really want to be different from everyone else, like, and like, being around like lots of white kids. I was like, yeah, like I'm cooler than you guys because I'm not. Yeah, white. it's something that makes. And us like, individual. yeah, because like I was always like on like the anime wave and like Aww. shit, and so like I was like, yeah, like I can watch anime and I'm not a fucking weeb, like. <laughs> um, See, I was the opposite because I was like, no anime, no, which I feel so bad about now because I'm like, damn, I really just hated being Asian, and for what? <laughs> yeah, honestly, anime do be slapping me. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I watched a little Hunter Hunter. Yeah. Hunter Hunter, oh my god. We're not going to talk about anime. The because I've gotten is like Avatar. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not stuck. We're not going to talk about Avatar. I have some very strong opinions about Avatar. <laughs> um, um, can I ask you guys, since we are touching on kind of like family relationships, we mm -hmm. got a really interesting question, or not interesting, but just a really serious question from this girl, and she says, my sister was adopted five years ago, parentheses, she was ex, and she still doesn't feel a part of the family. How can I help slash understand her? That's a really good question. Yeah. Though. I mean, like, and I, I think... I'm oh, sorry, go ahead. Uh, I, well, I think, I think just caring about that in general mm -hmm. will help, because, like, I know that for me, the family members that tried harder to make, to remind me, it's like, even though it's not biological, we're family. Like, the, the ones that really went out of their way and thought about it and cared about that perspective for me, <clears throat> um, just made it so much easier. Um, so I think, I think to whoever um, sent in the question, I think just care about her and check in on her and just always always remind her that she's family because yeah. i i think the more that she, the more that she's reassured the better it gets i mean it may everybody's different so it may it may never fully go away for her but i think i think honestly just just allowing yourself to love her and to support the struggle that she goes through um is what you can do because it's a it's a big individual problem like, yeah. not really, like, problem, but I feel like everybody's adoption story is so different that, like... And there's like, a lot of internalized things. We all, like, as you can listen to us talk yeah. about <laughs> everything we go through, there's a lot of internalized things we've had yeah. to work through and as individuals. Yeah, and it's a very, very individual and lonely kind of process to go through, I think, just because no story is the same, so you have to, you have to get through a lot of stuff on your own. So, um, don't beat yourself up if if you feel like you can't really fully solve the problem because there's a lot of stuff that she's going to have to work through on her own. Um, but definitely just be there for her and love her and, and make the situation a more loving one and yeah. know that you're there. Mm -hmm. I think a big thing that helped me and since, I mean, obviously, like, as you guys heard that I've just known since I was born, but something that always sticks with me is how much my family reassures me that I am forever family. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, they care so much about me. And it's just, I think it's the little things at this point. She's been a part of your family for a while, it sounds like. So just like Nicole was saying, reassuring her. Having, you know, I think just the fact that you were 
you know, you're comfortable enough to ask this question because yeah. you want to have a good relationship and you want to see, you know, your sister be comfortable in your family just shows a lot and mm -hmm. I really hope things work out, but I think it's just, and I, I honestly, in my heart, I know they will, mm -hmm. it's just taking that step to have this conversation and, you know, just check in every once in a while. It might, you know, might be not the easiest one to start up, but just yeah. saying, like, hey, how are you feeling lately? Or just, you know, reminding them through little ways that you love them. That's a big thing. Just Definitely. showing that you love them and you care about them. Yeah. And if there's, like, little family things at the dinner table, you're including her and you're making sure you're not accidentally discluding her from conversation yeah. and stuff like that. Definitely. Well, I hope that everything works out. And thank you for asking that. Definitely. I, yeah, that I... This girl's really have, lucky to have a sister. Like, For sure. <coughs> like you. So, actually, while we're kind of on that, I want to ask you guys, do you guys have, I know some people call them gotcha days. I call it treasure day. I've talked to Nicole about this, but it's basically like a second birthday. We've talked about this we too have, on We probably Instagram. have. Oh, yeah. yeah. So I have an adoption day, but we call it treasure day, mm. and that's the day I was adopted. And basically, it gets celebrated like a second birthday, <sighs> which is really sick. Yeah, and I'm sharing mine with Nicole's this year. So I think oh, it's yeah, October. Hey, you guys have the same one. No, but since she doesn't have one, I'm we're no. gonna we're gonna do a fun little adoption day. Yeah, because mine was like my adoption process was kind of blurry because it was like I was already set to be you know shipped off, like <laughs> like my my parents were there when the my, cargo was loaded. Yeah, the cargo was loaded. Like my parents were there when my mom was giving birth. Like it was oh. already kind of like yeah. it was already set, mm -hmm. quote unquote. Um, I did, we, there was a day that I was, like, officially adopted, but, like, we just never made a big deal out of it, so I'm actually, I'm very excited to celebrate yeah. with you this year. I think that's gonna be really fun. It'll I've be never... really tender. October yeah. 24th. I'm so excited. Oh, that's, like, Come mine on. is December 21st. What do you do on your, uh, do you call it gotcha day? Yeah. What do you do on your gotcha day? Um, I usually, like, just have cake with my family, and they, like, Give me little presents and stuff. It's just kind of cute. Like, That's so um, one time I got caught smoking weed with my friends, like, <laughs> on my gotcha day. On your gotcha day? day? Yeah, so, like. Did they let it slide as your gotcha day present? No. <laughs> <laughs> It was whatever though, like like that's the two holidays we celebrate is Nick's Gotcha Day and haha, remember when we got caught smoking weed that one day. I really <laughs> love that. Like, I really love that. <laughs> but yeah, like like yeah, no, I, I it's like a low key birthday. You know, like you don't ask for like big yeah, stuff. Yeah, you don't ask for like, anything. Sweet. I never yeah. asked actually I do think when I was younger I asked my mom for tickets to go see a Broadway musical. <laughs> <laughs> That's a heavy gift. Like my parents ask me, they're like, Oh Nick, what do you want? And they like do that for like everything. Yeah. I'm I'm just like, you know, like give me some like cake <laughs> or something, like mm -hmm. Usually I would go to a Chinese buffet and then my my parents told them that it was I guess my birthday, just because it's easier to explain. Mm -hmm. And they, uh, she would bring, like, my mommy would bring, like, a little, you know how, like, the Monopoly game has, like, those little tiny, like, caricature things? Yeah, yeah, As yeah. a placeholder. She had, like, a treasure chest. So she just would put that, like, on the cake. Oh, so that's it was, cute. It was really cute. But getting back, I think we kind of already answered this question, but just so we can, you know, kind of be very clear cut about it. Um, we got asked a lot, do you have a relationship slash would you ever want a relationship with your birth family? I feel like we already kind of touched on this. For me, I'm just going to come out and say it, no, because I feel like that would cause a lot more emotional stress. And maybe later in my life I would answer differently. I have one friend, uh, one of my best friends back home, her mom is from Vietnam, 
And her mom is always like, Rachel, give me your adoption papers so I can go and I can find your parents for you. <laughs> and I'm like, Matt, that's really sweet, but I really don't want that. I really, like, yeah. I can't imagine. I say, like, I would like to see them. I just want to like, picture and be like, aw, like, is her fit fire? Does she look like me? <laughs> so, and then that's it. Yeah. No, I mean, I think with me having, like, partial experience with meeting birth family, like, I can speak on like meeting my dad because that's like that's something that I've struggled with for years now because it's like it's one he's close Mm -hmm. and two like everybody like who was involved in my adoption knew him so it's a it's it's very much a thing that I could technically just have my parents reach out and email him and be like hey Hey, she wants to meet you. Can I? Can your daughter swing by? And he'll be like, ah, ah. <laughs> you know, that. like yeah, about that. But um, there's just a bunch of stuff that goes into like my personal situation where it's like, um, you know, does the family know? Does like does he want me involved with like his new family life? All this stuff. And there's like, you know, I have I have half of them, and I love I love my birth mom's side. But you know, there's always like. There's always this, because of the partial closure, Yeah. I always feel like um, if I don't take advantage of it, I'm going to be missing out on something that I'm kind of almost required to do, you know? Yeah, that makes sense. That's, yeah, that's valid. I feel like, I'm, I think part of it's just I'm too scared because it's like, me too. I don't think they're going to like me. Same. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I've never been like, oh my god, like, I want to meet my birth parents. When I was little, I was like, my parents are my parents. Like, yeah. I, I don't care. Do and then, of- like, as I've gotten older and people have asked me and I've, like, thought about it more, I've kind of gotten on, on that wave of this is just going to cause more questions than answers. Mm-hmm. Then when I went back to the Philippines and I went back to my orphanage, honestly, that was, like enough closure for me like I that's barely good. think about that anymore that's great oh, I'm um, so happy you got to experience that but yeah no that that like that was insane <laughs> um do you guys consider your adoptive parents like your parents parents like your family so like you know how do you have you ever gone like oh but like who are your real parents oh my gosh oh, I, was yeah. just gonna ta- I was just gonna talk about that yeah no they're I never really know how to answer that question um, when people are like oh well are they are they your real parents because I feel like I feel like the when people ask that they're like biological parents like real quote-unquote parents yeah my adoptive parents are my real parents like yeah yeah that's what no, I'm definitely. Like, they're they, my, yeah they're, they're mom and dad yeah and like I um I do again I have a I have a good relationship with my birth mom but I call her Sarah yeah. I don't call her mom I call her Sarah so it's like she's never really had a mo- like a motherly figure to me she's always been involved in my life but more more in the standpoint of kind of a relative, um, it's kind of it's kind of hard to describe because it's not like an aunt. A side but character. It, but it's not really. <laughs> I'm sorry, that sounds really mean. I didn't mean like that. I didn't mean like that. She might be listening to this. <laughs> Should I cut that out? <laughs> but it's you know it's not like I'm an, just saying you're the main character. <laughs> oh, thank you. This is my this is my movie. Um, but it's like it's not really an aunt figure, but it's not really a mother figure. Just another. Uh, yeah, you said not maternal figure. Just like an adult. Sometimes it's just nice having adult figures yeah, in your facts. life who you can look up to. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know about you guys. Yeah. I don't know if it's like adoption thing, 
but I tend to cling on to, and maybe it's also because you and Nick and I are both music ed uh, majors, so I just like cling on to my music educators. <laughs> when they care about me, I'm like, you are my, like, you are family now. Like, you know, I, I never actually, I never thought about that, but. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. so many adults yeah. in my life where I don't, I don't want to say put them on a pedestal, but I just look up to them so much and yeah. I hold them so dearly to my heart. For sure. Because it's like, they also are making that effort to care about me, to Definitely. put a work into like a relationship and see yeah. me grow. Yeah, no, and I think we're all raised with the fact that it's like family is chosen in mm-hmm. a way. Yeah. Um. So like that could really like span out and it's easier for us to kind of cling on to yeah. to figures that care about us. Sisters so by chance, friends by choice. That you call your like birth mom her like first name to her face. I call my parents <laughs> their first names to <laughs> their faces. Um, and like my relatives they're like Ew, that's a disrespect. <laughs> but yeah, like like um but no I was what were we talking about? Uh, like Adoptive if you parents and when like, people are like, oh, are, are they real, real parents? Like, how do you was, how do you stop I, that? I was gonna say something really dope and I forgot what it was. But okay. um, fuck. <laughs> it's okay. I cannot. We can always bring it back. Facts. We can always. We do have back. one last question though. Okay. And we can always go on about anything else you guys want to touch on that we haven't because mm-hmm. I feel like there's still stuff we can unpack. But this episode could go on forever. So, I really just love how this question was worded, because she was so sweet, but she said, did you feel sad about being adopted? Not in a rude way, I'm so sorry, but what does it feel like? (laughs) That is so sweet. Uh, You're not being rude at all. I literally asked you guys to ask us questions that I'm an open book, that we're all an open book. Yeah. So, who would like to start? (laughs) Um, it's like... The thing is, is it's like the grass is always greener on the other side, you know? We don't know what it's like to be, like, your parents' biological kids. Yeah. So it's like we can't, it's not like we can compare it to anything. Yeah. Like, Definitely. we don't know what it feels like, you know, mm-hmm. to be on the other side, you know? Right. Um, but it's like, it, it, like we've said, it, there is this sort of odd disconnect where it's like, mm-hmm. like... You know, like, there's not that blood relationship, but it's still, like, at least for me, it's, like, like, I, I, like, like, we've said, like, I can choose who I, like, like, love Make and your stuff. Family. And, like, I can create my family for myself, you know? And, like, my adoptive parents are my family, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, like, it definitely, like, can be weird at times and, like, really, like, hard and stuff, but, like, at the end of the day, like... I'm super grateful for everything that I've, like, received, and, like, Mm -hmm. like, and for even the struggle, all the struggles I've faced, like, like, these are just things that I need to work out as a human being, and the fact that I've gotten, like, to the point where I have worked a lot of those things out have, like, made me, like, a stronger person, you know? For sure. Yeah. I wouldn't say necessarily, I feel like earlier I implied that there's a disconnect to my family. I think it's not necessarily me being adopted, because my parents are so loving and I know that I'm the forever family for them and that you know I that's what I call them and that's how it feels like I think it's more so aside um with like just like parent stuff because you know sometimes parents just be beefing and that's okay (laughs) and that kind of trickles down to the kid Mm. so but um I oh actually Nicole I'll let you answer first yeah um I mean I again just like what you guys said like I'm super grateful for being adopted like I already know for a fact that I'm in a better place um being with the family that I live with 
and they're my family like there's no way around it and there's I don't want to go around it you know they're mm -hmm. they're a wonderful family and sure. I I couldn't imagine like a better life for me um, there there are definitely times especially like um, thinking about like what it could have been like um, you know knowing knowing my birth mom and knowing like I could have I could have been raised by her, but like I also know that that wouldn't have been the le the good life for either one of us, um, and I just I I always think about it that I'm always but I am better off, and I deeply like believe that it's not just something that I tell myself to feel better. I just I really know that, and yeah. um, it is it is sad to kind of like miss out on things that like you see around you of like just your friends who aren't adopted. Like, there's always the, the stuff that can make you a little sad, but, like, overall, I think it's something that made me who I was supposed to be. You know, my mom always says, um, she was like, God puts you in my life for a reason. <gasps> my mom because, says that, too. Yeah. She, she says that, like, verbatim. Yeah, but she's like, because my mom and I are kind of, like, the hyperactive ones in my family. Like, my sis... My I'm sister so and my tender. dad definitely have more of this like mature aura, and then my mom and I are the ones like losing our shit at like <laughs> at like midnight watching some really corny movie. And she was like, Aww. she was like, see, this is why God put you in my life because they wouldn't do this with me. <laughs> I uh, that's that cute that as is fuck. so cute. <laughs> okay, well, that makes me sad because I that's literally the same situation with my mom. Like when we're hanging out, she's like. That's why you're in my life. Like, we were made for each other. Right. God put us together. Oh, it's literally... That is so cute. It warms my yeah. heart every time. Yeah. Um, I don't think I... First of all, like, we were all adopted as babies, so we weren't like, I'm getting adopted? Right. <gasps> yeah. Like, let me cry about it. We were just crying because we're babies. But, um, <laughs> I don't... I don't let myself think about it too much, and I think that's kind of the trick. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, <laughs> of course, I get sad sometimes, and it's only happened like maybe once or twice where I can really pinpoint where there is kind of a feeling of like, oh, I, since I just don't know many questions, I'm like, why would someone want to give me up? And then I get sad yeah. about it, and I'm like, oh, I, I just like, I don't understand. It's like, did they like birth me? And we're like, I just don't want this kid, and it's like, what? Well, obviously, that's not the situation. I'm playing devil's advocate for myself because I'm sure, you know, I'm, I have a theory that, like, you know, my, well, actually, when I was really little, I was convinced that my mom died having me. Oh my god, I, me too. What What's that about? I think I saw it in a movie or something, and I assume that, like, the my Star Wars movie? Maybe? No, I've never watched Star Wars. Right. Uh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> but. I swear to God, do people from Texas just, like, not watch Star Wars? Oh, does, does Tiana not watch it either? Yeah, I don't think Gabby watched it. Like, no one fucking watches Star Wars in Texas. I don't know if Kelly did either. Oh, we all are from Houston. You just gotta all stop. Of us, all three stop. of us are from you Houston. You gotta hop on. We're all four. Um, yeah, I just, I, I've never been too sad about it, and then I'll think about it sometimes, and I think it does lead to some internalized things in my life where I just feel like, I worry that I'm, like, really clinging to some of my friends, and I think mm. part of that is because I am have, like, this fear of abandonment, which I have never said this out oh loud, God. but all of us are pointing at each other right now. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I literally had this realization last year. I was on the phone with my mom, and I was like, oh, my God, because I had just, like, roommate troubles. Like, mm -hmm. I was supposed to room with one of my friends, and, like, we just realized that it wasn't going to work. And, like, I knew that that was why. It wasn't, like, anything personal, but I was so upset. And I called my mom, and she was like, I mean, it might be, like, deeply rooted abandonment issues. Yeah. And I was like, 
Oh my god, <laughs> everything makes sense. Yeah, no, definitely. Everything not. was so much more colorful mm-hmm. after that. If we learn anything from this podcast tonight, it's that all of us have a lot of <laughs> issues. Yes. <laughs> In common. Yeah. I think, like, like to round it up, I think it's, like, we're not sad about adoption in general. There are just, like, little things that intricacies little pockets yeah yeah, that can like that can bring us down but it's not like the overall concept of or the idea of us being adopted i don't think yeah really makes us sad overall more than anything i think all of us are very happy with where we are and i think we're all thankful and it's like it's well first of all it wasn't a real question to ask going back to what this girl said i think it was it was very sweet and what it's like i mean you guys got to hear what it's like pretty much through this whole podcast so i hope that gave you a little bit of insight to what runs in our minds rent free a little <laughs> bit of abandonment issues a little bit of you know for me and nick some racial um uh, nuances we have to deal with yeah. <laughs> so are there any closing words you would like to talk or any topics that we missed that you guys want to touch on nick did you go for that last question oh true what? sorry did you go for that last question yeah i think i went first oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> we just moved back <laughs> Well, no, I think I think this was a good little good little chat. Yeah, no, definitely. We really unpacked a lot. Yeah. I think I might have to go on my fire escape and think for maybe an hour or so. <laughs> but anyways, adoption is great. Being adopted is great. Um, shout LGBT out to plus, parents. Shout yeah. Parents. Yeah. Shout shout out to our, our parents. We love them. LGBT plus parents should be able to adopt. Facts. Period. <laughs> End of discussion. <laughs> yeah. So if you if you know someone who's adopted, celebrate their treasure day. Celebrate their gotcha day. Give Definitely. them a hug. Yeah. And yeah, go follow. <laughs> be there Nick. for them. <laughs> oh yeah, just be there for Facts. them. But yes, go follow Nick and Nicole on Instagram. They're both incredibly talented musicians. Uh, Nicole shows me her music all the time, and y'all don't know what's coming. We're doing a shoot for her very soon. Oh, oh yeah. And Nick is also always pumping out that good content. Oh, He's really? a multi-talented musician. And maybe Nick and I are your future music educators, so keep doing your thing. Do music. They'll uh, teach you what you need to yeah. know. Facts. <laughs> we'll see you in class. <laughs> okay, bye, guys. Thank you for listening to Rachel Profiling. Bye. See ya. Yeah! We did it! We did it! High fives! Oh we gosh. Did <laughs> we did it. That was so So good. what other personality traits do we have now? <laughs> I feel like, what else can I talk about now? That's what the, that was my last person. Oh, I didn't hit end. <laughs> <laughs>